Hi UCSC, it's Sharon, one of your student podcasters, and guess what? It's almost the end of winter quarter. I am eternally grateful for the fact that spring break is so soon. That sounds weird saying because spring break doesn't feel soon, but it is. On the other side of things, I realize we've been in this weird quarantine purgatory state for almost a year. I remember leaving something in my drama teacher's classroom back on March 12th, 2020, thinking I would come to school after the three-day weekend to grab it. That three-day weekend never ended. Okay, it was a toy string worm, but to be fair, I want it back. I feel like I got off topic. I think I'm reminiscing because there's all these things I want to do, but I just can't. The moment COVID is done, the thing I really want to do is to take a road trip or maybe even travel to Europe. But let's also hear from my fellow podcasters on what they would want to do. What's up? It's Isabella. And the first thing I want to do when it's safe to be in large social settings again is to go to a shoulder-to-shoulder grungy concert. Yo, what's up? It's Diego, and the moment COVID is over, I'm going to go to Six Flags or the Los Angeles Zoo. One thing I want to do once COVID is over is to go over to my favorite ramen restaurant in downtown Los Angeles and actually go and sit down and eat an actually hot, fresh ramen bowl. Yeah, definitely. We all have that desire to just go out, meet new people, and do new things. Thinking about it, a lot of people's study abroad programs must have gotten canceled because of COVID, which I can only imagine how much that monumentally sucks. But to try to stay positive about things, our global learning department is still running, and today I have a special guest to try to explain more about our global learning department. Hi Ashley, can you please introduce yourself? Of course, thank you for having me Sharon. So my name is Ashley Bayman. I use she, her, Aya pronouns, and I'm a global learning coordinator and advisor. I've been at UCSC now for about three years. So for students who don't know what the global learning department encompasses, can you please highlight some of the different opportunities available? Of course. So UCSC Global Learning is actually a part of a division. That division is called the Division of Global Engagement, and it encompasses four branches. So there's global learning, which is kind of outbound student mobility. We have international student scholar services who work more with our incoming students. We have global programming, and we also have global initiatives. We have programs that focus on outbound student mobility. So historically, those have been study abroad programs where students study internationally. But now we also offer domestic programs where students can study off campus, but still stay here domestically in the United States. We also offer a new program type called virtual global internships, in which students can participate in a virtual internship with an organization based in another country abroad. While study abroad is amazing, students can't always access studying internationally for a variety of reasons. So we're really trying to be inclusive with our program portfolio and making sure that there is an experience that all students can access, whether that's virtual, domestic, or international. That's really cool. There's way more programs than I thought there would be. I feel like we all hear about study abroad because that's like the most popular if we have. To just focus on study abroad for a second, how many different study abroad programs do we have here at UCSC and to how many different places? 
Yeah, of course. So we categorize our program offerings by program types. So while students can study abroad in a variety of places, there's types of programs they can study abroad through. So we offer what we call global seminars, which are programs led by UCSC faculty that take place during summer session. This is like a cohort style program where students are uh, in a group of about 12 to 25 students and they go abroad with uh, one of our UCSC faculty members to learn a UCSC course in a different country. We also offer exchange programs and what exchanges are, it's a partnership that UCSC has with another institution either here in the United States or internationally. And through this partnership, we send our students to study at their university for a semester or a year. And then they send their students to study at our university for a semester or a year. And the really cool thing about exchanges is that UCSC students just pay their UCSC tuition. And then you're paying for the living expenses abroad or away here in the U.S., which a lot of the times, if anyone's lived in Santa Cruz, they might recognize that it is kind of expensive to live here I mentioned that we offer virtual global internships and that's placed during summer session. You take six units, they're UCSC courses, and you also get a professional experience from that. I would say our most popular study abroad program type right now is called the University of California Education Abroad Program, or we call it UCEAP for short, because if I was saying University of California Education Abroad Program, all the time, that would be like a mouthful, right? <laughs> so UCEAP is a system-wide study abroad program provider, meaning students from all the UCs can participate in their programs. Now, UCEAP is based out of Goleta, California. So they um, design their programs, they manage their programs, but we support students through the application process. And they have programs virtually any term, so quarter programs, semester programs, summer programs, year programs. They offer programs in over 40 countries. They have like 400-some type programs. And then they also classify the programs by different themes. So you could do like a language and culture program, or you could do a research program, or you could do an internship program. So they really offer something for everybody. We also advise for a program called UCDC. We would consider this a study away program because it's actually based in Washington, D.C., which is still a very much culturally immersive experience if you're from the West Coast. East Coast culture is a lot different. And what UCDC is, is an academic internship program. So students live in the UC Center in Washington, D.C., and they take a course with UCDC staff. But then they work with a professional organization based out of Washington, D.C. So they get both professional and academic experience outside of UCSC. And then finally, we have two other program types. So we have something called other UC programs. So similar to our global seminars, other UCs like UC Davis, UC Berkeley, UCLA, what have you, they offer their own summer programs that students from all UCs can participate in. And that's where they would go abroad with students from that UC, with that UC members, faculty. And then finally, we have something called independent programs. They're programs that are administered outside of the UC system through various international education organizations. And the great things about these programs is, let's say that out of all the program types I've mentioned that are offered through the UC specifically, there's not a country that you want to go to. Let's say you want to go to, I don't know, Turkey, and there are no programs offered by the UCs in Turkey. Then you could find an independent program opportunity in that location.
So we do have a ton of program types, and we're really here to help students kind of explore which programs fit best with their you know, personal, academic, and professional goals. Yeah, I think that's really cool that it's way more extensive than people realize. Like, I feel like we just have this very singular idea of what global learning is. It's just like going to college in another country, but there's actually way more programs than we realize. Absolutely. One thing you mentioned is that with the exchange program, the cost is the exact same as a quarter here at UCSC. So I know a very common myth is that studying abroad is more expensive than staying here. And so is that a myth or is there truth to it? Yeah, absolutely. So study abroad or away can be either less than the cost of attending UCSC, equal to the cost, or more, depending on the program and the program type. For every program type, there's always budgets available so that students can, you know, review exactly what the cost would be to them. And I want to mention that financial aid goes with students on all UC-administered programs. So the only program type that a student couldn't take their financial aid on is an independent program. And the awesome thing that our financial aid office offers is estimate request. So if a student finds a UC's program that they want to participate in, they can send them that program's budget, and financial aid will actually send them an estimate of how much aid they can expect to receive for the program so they know exactly how much a gap might be in their participation. Another thing is that financial aid usually adjusts to meet the cost of the program Um, And it equals to more or less the aid that a student receives on campus. So, for example, let's say a student receives 80% financial aid, 80% of all their expenses at UCSC is covered through financial aid, then more or less 80% of all their expenses on their program will be covered through financial aid as well. Um, I also should mention that there are so many scholarships available to students. For example, when I was pursuing study abroad opportunities when I was an undergrad. I really didn't look into scholarships. I didn't receive much help from advisors um, in terms of different study abroad scholarships. And that's why we really want to emphasize the many scholarship opportunities available to our students on campus. Yeah, that's all really important information. Are there any prerequisites to studying abroad, like having a certain GPA or a certain major? I know there's many different programs, so is it? I'm assuming it might be different for different programs? Yes, it really does depend on program type. But I'd say the most common eligibility requirements is GPA. Now, that can range anywhere from 2.0 to 3.5, depending on the program. Uh, we also look at class standing. So freshmen are not permitted to study abroad or away at this time because students must be declared before they study abroad or away. Other eligibility requirements might include like a language requirement if you're studying on a language and culture program or sometime programs that are called immersion programs. That's where your students take classes with local students. They would have to have some type of language requirement met in order to communicate in that language where they're at. Um, And then sometimes there's course prereq requirements. For example, there's one UCAP program that's biology focused and there's a few biology related courses that a student must complete. For our exchanges, some of the exchanges are campus wide, meaning students from any major or department can participate. But then some of our exchanges are department based, meaning you have to be a part of a certain 
major in order to participate. So it really does range depending on the program type and the program within that program type. So what does the application process look like? Of course. Again, this would also depend by program type. The first thing all students have to do if they're considering a global learning program is to create a profile in our Slugs Abroad database system. If a student goes to our website at the very top of the page, um, it says Slugs Abroad. Our website is studyabroad.ucsc.edu. And they would just click Slugs Abroad. It would take them to the main page. Students sign in with their cruise ID, and then they set up a profile. Now, once that profile is set up, they could apply to programs through our Slugs Abroad system. And they can also make virtual advising appointments with us. And then from there, they can apply through Slugs Abroad. Some programs require two applications, the Slugs Abroad application, as well as like the UCEAP application or the host university application through the exchange. So it really does depend on program type, but Slugs Abroad is the place to get started. Now, besides, of course, study abroad and study away programs, I can see on the website that all of the global learning team specializes in different scholarships. Which scholarships do you specialize in? Yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned earlier, there are so many scholarship opportunities, and we really encourage students to take advantage of those. So UCEAP offers its own program-specific scholarships. The most popular one that students apply to is called the Promise Award. And during the summer, they offer a Promise Award of $1,000. And during the academic year, they offer a Promise Award of $2,000. But they also offer a ton of other scholarship opportunities. One scholarship that we really push out to students is called the Benjamin Gilman Scholarship. And this scholarship is specific to Pell Grant recipients. Now, this is up to $5,000, and students can get an additional $3,000 for a total of $8,000 if they study what the Gilman Scholarship considers a critical need language. And the purpose of that scholarship is really to diversify the participants who are partaking in these impactful opportunities. Because historically, you know, not all students have been able to access study abroad or away because of financial barriers. So the Gilman is specifically for Pell Grant recipients who have financial need. There's also the Fund for Education Abroad Scholarship that is for students who have been historically underrepresented in study abroad or away. There is the Freeman Asia Scholarship, which is specific to students who want to study in Asian country who has financial need. There are campus-based scholarships that students can research in our Slugs Abroad application system. So there are so many scholarships available. In fact, if a student goes to our website, studyabroad.ucsc.edu, at the very top, there's this tab called Get Started. And from the Get Started tab, if you click on it, there's a section called Affording Study Abroad. And when you click on that, there's a subsection called Explore Scholarships. And that has a long list of all of the different scholarship opportunities that we know of. And in order to help students really be the strongest applicants as possible, we will review any scholarship essays a student drafts. They just have to send it to us Well, because a lot of us have served on these scholarship review committees. So we're really willing to do whatever we can to help, one, students find scholarships, and two, to help them be strong applicants. So lastly, if anyone has any interest or any questions on any of the information we covered, who can they contact? The global learning team is always really excited to work with our students, and we really just encourage any student who is even thinking about 
incorporating a study abroad or away experience into their academic degree plan to meet with us, you can contact us by emailing globallearning at ucsc.edu. And from there, ask us any questions that you have. We can also give you instructions on how to create a virtual appointments. And then if a student visits our website, just by going to studyabroad.ucsc.edu, we actually have a live chat function on our website. So at the bottom of every page, you can see like live chat with an advisor and someone's always there to answer your questions right away. So there's a variety of ways to interact with us. That sounds good. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Ashley. Yeah, and thank you for having me. And I look very forward to hopefully being able to gauge with some of the listeners here soon. That's all you have for me today, folks. Remember to drink water and eat breakfast when you wake up because it's the most important meal of the day.